Yo, yo, what up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Inner Monologue Podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 22, and I'm your co-host, Jose. I am joined by the usual cast. We got Marcus, Julio, and Ricky, and we also have a special guest with us. We have Stephanie, uh, one half of the Self-Conscious Podcast. So welcome, Stephanie. Not one half, I am the Self-Conscious Podcast. Awesome. All right, well... Co-host. Um, sorry, I was gonna say like I only had a guest co-host for season two. It's usually it's usually just me, anyways. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we got one on one, hundred percent. So with that, Stephanie, why don't you kind of tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and what's your podcast about? Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Um, my name is Stephanie Cortez. I'm from Utah, born and raised in Salt Lake City specifically. Um, a little bit about me. I kind of hate these questions, <laughs> um, but I, I don't like to tell us, tell like us why I we should hire you. I'm trying to humble myself, you know, <laughs> um, I actually graduated from the University of Utah in December of 2020, which was oh, hard given what 2020 was. Thank you. Yep. Um, I got my degree in political science and, and uh, criminology, which has nothing to do with podcasting or what my podcast is about um but my podcast is called self-conscious podcast it's a play on words self-conscious and it's just talking about the topics that um make us a little uncomfortable to discuss in everyday conversations and trying to make that as comfortable as possible for people and bringing resources to the BIPOC community and amplifying diversity and um diversity and uh BIPOC empowerment etc perfect Well, well welcome stephanie um I know we've been wanting to kind of have you on. You've been showing our podcast a lot of love, so I'm glad to finally have you on. Thank you. So let's go ahead and get started with a dirty joke. Uh, yeah. So this lady, this is lady asked me where did I come from, and I don't think she really liked my response too much because I told her I came from my dad's nuts, probably the left one because I don't act right. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it makes makes sense. Makes sense. And now for our opening segment, we got. Oh, uh, shit. That, ex- that explains why we're all a little nutty. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We all lean left. So, <laughs> <laughs> so now for our opening segment, we got cops caught in 4K. Yeah. Oh, man. So we got two ex California cops that were indicted recently for beating a black teen that actually left a butt footprint on his face. So who wants to kind of tell us more about this one? So that was mine. So pretty much. Hold on, hold on. He almost said butt print and I I'd most, I love that headline. <laughs> it it, it would have got more clicks, no lie. <laughs> yeah, that'd be clickbait for sure. But hey. like, yeah, yeah, first a flashlight, now someone's actual butt cheeks. Oh. <clears throat> Sounds like right up Julio's alley. Damn right. I'm surprised he didn't find this. I'm kidding. I'm actually surprised myself I didn't find it. I probably wasn't trying hard. They pulled over a motorist, um, and they suspected his car being stolen, even though it wasn't. (laughs) So, you know, they pulled him out the car, beat the shit out of him. Apparently stomped on him, too. Yep. And um, if you've seen the pictures, there's like a pattern that was left in his cheek that looks like a boot print. Holy shit. He had like fucking these big ass shiners right there on his eyes. 
Yeah, both his it, eyes are pretty swollen up. Pretty purple. In fact, let's go ahead and watch the clip. Play the clip. How gruesome is this going to be? Let's pray to God this damn clip has sound. Devin Carter was arrested after officers yep. said yep. he was doing more than 100 miles an hour and resisting arrest. These images show what he looked like after that arrest, including a footprint bruised oh, on his face. Tonight, we know at least two That's officers day. face charges. And Ames attends Luke Clary is live in San Joaquin County tonight with the very latest. Luke. Those look like Reverend Flowers. We heard from Devin Carter's attorney and family who called the indictment a good That courthouse looks like a southern megachurch. This meant that he could breathe a sigh of relief. It's all in this report. We're here today to announce the grand jury has indicted. The San Joaquin County District Attorney announcing the indictment of two former Stockton police officers. No justice! No peace! Oh, they got John Burris as the attorney? Oh, yeah, they're fucked. Shoulder with Devin Carter. Did the sound go out? It did for me. Yeah, same here. All right, that's the height. That that boy right there, John Barris, is going to win the case for them. No, no lie. I think I do. the video is going to win the case for him because it's clear as day. Yeah. I mean, I get it that this day and you age. You can see them and, kicking him and shit. Uh, oh, hell yeah. yeah. And, and it's sad to say that it's like, oh, it's just standard procedure for a person of color. And what sucks is it was four officers that did this. Two of them returned to duty. Oh, shit, it was, it was four? No, yeah. four? So Five, two the of them other have been indicted. The other two have returned to duty. Oh damn! This this is some Rodney King shit then. Funny, oh, yeah. just as she said that, the damn reporter said this, this reminds me of Rodney King. They undermine community <laughs> trust. The DA announcing the felony counts against former officers Michael Stiles and Omar Villa Padua of assault by a public officer, an assault with force likely to cause great bodily injury. Feelings of relief. Holy shit, you could hear him getting hit right there. Two out of four were fi- fired, and two out of four are being prosecuted. I don't. Four, four out of four should be prosecuted. Wait, wait, wait. Two of them got fired, or they got let back, got so, the job? So the two, the two that got you. fired, the two that were fired were also prosecuted. Okay. The other two were just put back on duty. <clears throat> means the, the union got, that, means, I just said that means the union probably fought to get their jobs back, which is some bullshit after that case. Yeah, it, I mean, no, no, no crime warrants you getting kind of beat to that degree. No. Like all he was doing was like he, he was excessively speeding at 100 miles an hour and was evading arrest for a few minutes. I mean, but once they found him and he wasn't resisting arrest, I, I should the thing is it. like unless you're shooting at the cops, which at that point right. is a shot. By the cops that right there is just like uncalled for yeah that's I, I, uncalled for they were stepping on his fucking face no shit that's why i said it's uncalled for i'm not saying i'm not outraged dude i'm just not gonna get emotional about it i didn't say you need to get emotional about you it uncalled sh- for is that, that's a that's a goddamn yeah. elementary fucking term for the shit that they just did no that's just how you're perceiving it let's get on with this I didn't say I was for it. Shut up! Fuck! I'm getting off this. We've already passed it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right. Any more comments on this case, guys? So Stephanie, can you can you pick up on the sexual tension between these two? <laughs> yeah. 
sound like That's two brothers. Oh, not, just, not just me then. No, it's not just you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them's gonna go make up later and say, like, you wanna go get Mickey D's? He's like, all right, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he knows. He knows. Yoki, DoorDash wants to make it easy, Fuck you. <laughs> Bitch, there's one Stop. down the street from your house. Get your own damn McDonald's. Stop. I don't want to walk that you. You don't want to walk anywhere. We've seen you. I sit in this chair 24 7. Sleep in it, breathe in it, everything. In no it. wonder you still look like Jabba the Hutt. He's, Damn right. He's, make, he's making himself sound like the nerdy guy from the South Park episode where they can't beat him at that, like, World of Warcraft thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I look better than that motherfucker, though. So, no, hey, you look exactly that. like that motherfucker. No, the fuck, I do not. <laughs> Even starting to lose your hair like him. Fucking blasphemy right there, what you just said. <laughs> no, it's not. The fuck it is. Exactly. All right. Well, moving on to our next dirty joke. So we got a little Johnny joke here. So it's during the concert. Little Johnny sits in the front row waiting for the concert to begin. A friend asks Johnny, how did you manage to get a ticket to the concert? Johnny replies, I got a ticket for my sister. The friend asks, and where's your sister? Johnny says, back at home looking for her ticket. <laughs> damn. damn. Uh, I was about to say, like, what a generous sister, but plot twist. I thought the same thing. Damn, Johnny. Johnny All right, bro. so now for fuck, our fuck my life moment, um, we'll start with our opening case, which has been kind of getting uh, national media attention, which is a Gabby Petito um, you know, missing person case which is also shining spotlight on all the missing people of color, including Jelani Day and Maya Mulati, who have also been missing kind of in the past you know, year or so. So whose article is this one? I believe this one's mine. All right, so what can you tell us about this, this one, Julio? Uh, so Gabby is a... <clears throat> Sorry. Interesting. I wouldn't describe her that way, but sure. <laughs> all right, so... Somewhere, right? Missing girl of color. Uh, the case pretty much is her family feels that with the recent media attention of the Gabby Tito case that there should be more attention towards women of color, right? Uh, I, and in common fashion, the media kind of just tends to give it a couple days of attention, usually the local news media, and then the cases disappear. I mean, I think the biggest case of a person of color getting attention nationwide was what, like a couple years ago, the case that came out of Texas, out of Fort Hood. Yeah, least, I can't. Yeah, I can't think of another so, one. So, so exactly. So in recent in recent light with this, you know, what's been going on lately, it's it's kind of putting the spotlight on on the media where you're not putting enough attention to people of color, and it's kind of calling them out for their bias. That if you're not. I don't want to say Caucasian, but if you're not someone of influence, at least somebody with money, you don't really get the attention you deserve. Is there a video for some bulls? Yes, there is. That's but late. before, um, so Jelani Day, um, that was one of the people, uh, a black teen went missing right around the same time. They gave it Petito um, went missing. Uh, they found his body a few uh-huh. days after he was reported missing. Uh, in the in a river in the woods, uh, close to Peru, Illinois. Um, the reason why it took them so long to ID him was because one, 
they said that his body was uh, in no condition to be ID'd. And two, they pretty much said that it would take a while before they could actually ID him. So you're going to delay the process anyway? Well, well, if you don't have any, I'm not justifying this in, in any way, shape, or form. But if you have no way to right. ID the guy, I mean, at least you could have done was at least reach out to like local media saying the body of you know a, a black teen was found. Can anyone help us identify him? They didn't even do that. Yeah, at least put well, the message out. Sorry, not to interrupt you. I was gonna say that's bullshit because even if nobody had like a physical ID on them, there's still like dental records and nail records. Mm -hmm. Like there are other ways to identify bodies. They just didn't feel like they needed to use their resources on him. Exactly. Because he's black. Yep. Yep. That's so true. And apparently, according to them, no one gives a shit about a, a black head found, you know, um, face down in the damn river. Something I learned like years ago is that right. most DNA testing has to get paid for by the police department that finds the body and pretty much they don't usually want to pay yeah, for the dna testing to, like yeah they don't usually want to pay for it because it's like twenty thousand dollars and yet gabby petito got the fbi and a whole host of law enforcement yeah you got federal level her. you got federal law enforcement so you can't apply the same resources you use to find this girl to all of the other missing cases out there? Well, here's, here's a better question. Why does DNA testing by private labs have to cost so much money when it comes to a homicide investigation? Because our criminal justice system's fucked up and it there benefits. <laughs> Just yeah. like the healthcare system, ladies and gentlemen. It benefits those who made the system. Um, yep. Yep. Well, I didn't, I didn't really want to say anything, but like I have a missing family member. Um, they've been missing since April of 2020. And my which is my brother um his, their name is Edsley and they go by day and she pronouns um anyway uh, my, my brother identifies as part of the lgbtq plus community and latina community and like i said they went missing in april 2020 we've had cases of missing people here in utah all the time and the last three years we've probably had two especially like uh two white girls who weren't missing and found immediately and you know through unfortunate circumstances mm -hmm. but the result is that like people, or at least the Salt Lake City here, is infamous for not color seriously, LGBTQ plus people seriously. So it wasn't a surprise that they didn't take my brother and then this little white girl, 22 years old, um, just passes by Utah and the whole like the whole state freaks out. And Loki kind of ticked me off as a family member who has someone who's actively missing, who's part of the BIPOC community, who's missing. It is sort of um, frustrating to see because it's it is painted like that's it's a full picture like that there is racism in this country and that people of color don't matter. And like in serious cases like missing people or uh, rapes or anything like it just goes mm -hmm. under the rug. It doesn't matter. Um, but I'm just like, you know, like if everybody rallied behind a person of color who was missing, like the way everybody rallied behind Gabby Petito, and I'm not trying to downplay what happened to her. It's unfortunate. It's sad. I feel for the family, but at least they have closure, which is what a lot of people do not have. And which is what a lot of people are pissed about is that fact that we yep. can't have yep. closure because nobody took our family's cases seriously. Totally. <clears throat> And uh, one I, I saw, so when they were reporting on uh, her being found, someone said that uh, one of the reasons why this case was so polarizing was because everybody felt like they knew her from all of her Instagram and social media posts and everything that they went through, you know, just 
trying to like get to know her. I was like, you realize you can do the same thing for all these but other anybody. people. There's there's not too many people who don't have social media, and there's not too many people who don't post a lot of shit, a lot of selfies, a lot of stories and whatnot. So you can't sit here and say the same thing can't be applied to these missing people of color. It's a way way to sidestep the the pretty young girl syndrome in America. It's it's just a way to sidestep that because, like you said, everybody has a social media. By the way, sorry to hear about your brother. I hope you guys eventually get some form of closure um but the idea that oh it's because she posted no actually if anybody's actually been doing the research she she didn't actually start her traveling blog until this trip yep Mm -hmm. so this is the first time where she actually had any form of like social media um traction and even you don't have a year on youtube are you considered a youtuber I'm, i'm not trying to be a dick i'm just saying well, it's not even it's not even about the year, you know. Like it's no, yeah. It's, it's like what you so said, about, you just like, got started. Yeah, so but where like, is this coming dude, from? You could, this is like a you could you could you could have been your first day on YouTube and you're a YouTuber. It's just the same right. way as you could it could be your first day making a podcast and now you're a podcaster. Right. It's but it's like the whole thing where everybody's perception of she just got started on like you said she just got started on this fucking journey, endeavor, what have you. And everybody like goes goes nuts like yeah i, I mean it, it just goes to show further you. ado i'm gonna go ahead and play the clip uh yeah. sorry to cut you guys off oh no it's cool <laughs> get us back on track we'll play yeah, please please Bully. before i go on a rant that makes sense that'll be the day we're still we're, yeah i was waiting on that one <laughs> <laughs> that was the mobilized a legion of social media users hashtag gabby petito yeah. gaining over 700 million views on TikTok. No. Um, I'm hoping this can help someone identify him. Many of them now internet sleuths, exchanging theories as well as sharing info about possible sightings and clues. Psychologically, people just felt very close to her because of social media. But here's the despairing truth. Gabby Petito is one of so many reported missing each year. At the end of 2020, the FBI had over 89,000 active missing persons cases. 45% of those cases, people of color. Petito's story has renewed debate about which cases get attention and the media's seeming infatuation with missing white women. But her case also sparked a call to action to bring others home, like Daniel Robinson, a 24-year-old geologist who went missing in the desert outside Buckeye, Arizona in late June. His Jeep was found mangled July 19th, about four miles from where he was last seen. The Buckeye Police Department says in a statement, investigators are utilizing every resource possible to locate him, including assistance from partner agencies and information provided by the public. His family has also organized searches in the desert heat. I thank God for all the volunteers who left their houses every morning uh, in the mornings and and spent out um, time out there in the desert. There's also Maya Miliete and Jelani Day. Miliete, a mother of three, has been missing for over nine months. The 39-year-old was last seen at her family home in Chula Vista, California. Day, a 25-year-old graduate student at Illinois State University, was last seen August 24th in Bloomington, Illinois. His car was discovered two days later, but no signs of Day. Jelani is, um, he's a sweetheart. I shouldn't have to beg. I shouldn't have to plead. I shouldn't have to feel that there is a racial disparity. I shouldn't have to feel any of that. 
I want these people that have these resources to realize this this could happen to them. So I watch, I listen to a lot of conspiracy theory episodes on on Spotify. On like, I forgot what this thing is. Conspiracy theories, the actual name of the channel. If I fucking see like, if I if I hear an episode in the next year or two for for Gabby, I'm just gonna be like, fuck you guys and quit following. I I think that's just too much. I mean that that video basically does as clear as day. There's a racial disparity. You know, mm-hmm. we don't so, keep I mean, the same I'm, energy. Uh, so about that second color. kid, this the second guy, uh-huh. um, yeah, that went missing uh, in Arizona. So mm-hmm. they found they they had you know forensic teams go out because the family hired a private forensic team. All of that was staged. It was staged, as in they put his car there in order to. Who in the hell is changing up the? I swear to God, it's not me this time. So pretty much uh, they hired a private forensic team because the police weren't going to actually take the case serious. So they chose to basically hire someone. And when they did their forensic analysis, it turns out that everything there was not like like everything just seemed like it was just a little too perfect. There were certain things that were missing from an actual crime scene mm-hmm. that were not at that one. I'm sorry, I can't, I can't, I mean, I'm, I'm understanding you, I just can't, am I the only one that looks like we're, <laughs> that looks like we're some sort of, like, Hobbit lecture hall or some shit? <laughs> <laughs> With the screen view right now? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I changed my back, I don't know if you guys did on yours, but. Yeah, I changed I'm my back. Weird. No, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the fuck out of this, I'm just keeping it. Me too, I'm, I'm, it's just because I'm too lazy, I'm too lazy. Should we just record the whole episode like this? Um, I mean. Another thing I want to point out is with the whole you know, Gabby Petito case, uh, people have been listening to like her Spotify playlists trying to get clues. You know, what? That, that's no. that level of investment they've got in that case. So why can't they do that for people of color? And, <laughs> oh, wait. and so, if hmm. anything else didn't add to the whole hype of her case, Dog the Bounty Hunter has now joined the search for Brian. Man, because I watched he, Dog the Bounty Hunter chase down crackets in Hawaii. Obviously, because he's a rap. I, hey, he's he's apparently he a lot of his fans, like he he was in on vacation with his wife in Colorado, mm-hmm. and he received thousands of requests from his fans to look into this case. Oh, it's a publicity stunt at this point. And and we people, got a video I mean, of his up, interview. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Yes, and explaining why he joined in the hunt. Also, after this, we're we're pretty much done, right? Because otherwise, we're yep. just feeding into that same like situation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. I know what the parents feel like, okay? And you want justification. You want the guy behind bars. All of it. You guys know he's blind in one eye. Committed the murder. But, Can you let uh, the man talk, please? Circumstantially, it looks like he did. You know, the strongest lead I see is that one of her friends said. He had been in the Appalachian Mountains by himself for a couple months. Hmm. Now, he's not just a camper then. He is a outdoorsman. So in order to do that, I think because of his age, he felt comfortable. If there's anywhere right now that looks the hottest, that could be the area. It all depends on the picture they got of him the other day where they're hunting now. If really that was him, no one has said that. If not, 
Appalachian Mountains is the best, but it covers several states. So where did he go in at? That's where you start your tracking point. I don't know he has his own helicopter. All right. So to segue into something relating to fans and geography, we have Italians that are mad about Mario um, being played by Chris Pratt's in an okay. upcoming film. I- I'll go into this one. So it's <laughs> not buddy. actual. It's not actual Italians from Italy. The crazy part is that, like, you know, because Americans don't have their own problems, so we segregate Italian ourselves Americans? into smaller. Yes, it's Italian Americans. Italian Americans wow. have really found the fence in the fact that Chris Pratt is going to be playing Mario in the next li- like live action. Mario movie that Nintendo announced. Dude, and an Englishman played Mario in the first movie back in 93. Hey. No one said he, shit then. Well, that's because we live in a new day and age. You know, like our... our Everybody takes offense to everything. Well, here's the thing. And, and I've said this before. Mm-hmm. We have so many actual fucking problems that are actual problems like global warming, world hunger... You know, shit that the generation before us didn't take care of that now has gotten snowballed so far out of hand that we don't want to fucking deal with it either. That we find shit that isn't an actual problem and create that as a problem so that we don't have to deal with actual problems. He's piling on this shit for the next two generations. Remember when Brian Cranston got shit for playing a disabled guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was like, why, why is he playing a paraplegic? I was like, it's called fucking acting, you acting. stupid fuck. Dude, I saw, a video, a I saw a video the other day where people actually watched Seinfeld. So the episode of Seinfeld where they're basically running that bet to not masturbate. Oh, yeah. And they kept the girl out of the bet. And she's like, why can't I play, right? And people actually took offense to that because, you know, like, obviously, like, women could do stuff like that. Like, women can masturbate and shit. And they didn't see the comedy behind her not being allowed to play. Because <laughs> she would definitely win. Yeah, obviously, like, that's that's the point. That was the whole point of the situation, right? Like, it was the fact that, like, yes, girls obviously get horny. Girls do this. But, like, girls tend to have way more self-control than guys. Anytime a guy has five minutes, it's like, man, I got shit to do for the next five. Hey, Guess man, I'm going to rub one out. Yeah. Left hand, you busy? No? <laughs> right. <laughs> man, but back, back to this Mario thing, what's also kind of crazy is that the original voice actor for Mario is French. Not even telling himself. That's true. So, You know what shit I do find hilarious, too? You know, what? have you seen the cast for the movie? Yeah. Yep. Seth Rogen and Jack Black are both going to be in the damn movie, dude. That's going to be hella <laughs> That's good. That's fucking insane. going to be dope. That's going to be a good-ass movie, bro. That's... So I, I saw that these Italian-Americans wanted Danny DeVito to play Mario. Oh, Danny DeVito's no. in it, too. Is he? Uh, no, because I, 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 I saw like they wanted Danny DeVito for Mario. That's yeah, Danny did. DeVito's playing a different character, though. Oh, he's been different character. Yeah, it would be awesome if Danny DeVito played Walmart, Waluigi, or Wal Mario, 
Oh, we, Wario? Yeah, for, for Wario. Yeah, okay. Seth, Seth Rogen is playing, uh, I think, uh, Donkey Kong, Bowser. and then Jack Black is playing Bowser. Did you say that Seth Rogen is playing Seth Donkey Rogen Kong? Seth Rogen is playing Donkey Kong. <laughs> nah, it's gonna Donkey be Kong has no words. He will now. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, this is going to be fun to watch. I can't wait. I fucking <laughs> can't, I cannot <laughs> wait. When is it like, dropping? Actually, I'm actually kind of hyped. Uh, it's dropping yeah. in 20, uh, 2022. I mean, why did it drop in 2022? Did, did Seth Rogen just pull a Ben Diesel and get paid millions of dollars like <laughs> Ben Diesel did to play group? Just <laughs> I think just he did, grunt. bro. <laughs> or when he laughs, he does that stupid laugh of his. <laughs> or however you fucking do it. Look, I can't wait for that movie. We already got Let There Be Carnage coming out on the first. That's going to be insane. Yeah. And I am yeah, most yeah. definitely watching both Shang Chi and Let There Be Carnage on the same day. That's gonna be a great day, That's man. Right? Got to get that matinee. Yes, sir. <laughs> yep. All right. Moving on to our, our next article here, we have a woke writer says that we shouldn't use the word virginity and instead should call it a sexual debut. So who wants to yes. kind of tell us a little bit more about so, that? That that's me once again. That, that, that sounds more like the title to a porno movie. Right, no, so there was, um, I think it was BBC writer, so there was... Yep. Yeah, so BBC one of the... BBC feminist scholar. BBC feminist scholar wrote that we shouldn't call it, like, losing your virginity because it almost means, like, you're you're taking something from a woman or somebody, and instead, call it your sexual... Like, like, calling it your sexual debut, like you're fucking... <laughs> Starting point guard for the fucking Warriors or something. I sw- why is it everything? Like like Ricky that's, said, you you gotta a, find a problem with every fucking thing that's not a fucking problem. It's the thing that isn't a problem, and now we're yeah, just like hey guys, yeah. this thing that's not really a thing. I'm gonna make it a thing. And it's getting oh, traction. It's There's people behind um, sexual debut. I've seen T-shirts being made. Oh, I'm not crossing out virginity. And having a sexual debut then i uh, think it's not go ahead bro go ahead is the is the writer a girl or a guy i'm confused it's a girl it's a girl yeah so, it's so a girl the, the, and she's making yeah. an issue that's stupid yeah so, <laughs> she, so she's she's saying that the word virginity as, as ricky mentioned um is already kind of implying that um, you're losing something, so you're starting with a deficit. And since the the stigma is around kind of like women losing their virginity, um, they wanted to uh-huh. kind of change it to sexual debut. Can we call this so, episode? I, I don't know, but debut? most of us thought that was usually a good thing, right? Thank you. It, it does sound dumb. Putting on a show. Yeah. Yep. Now, yeah. now sexual no. debut sounds like everyone's watching you get fucked. Seriously, dude, like. If if I were a virgin now, I would feel like I would have to stay a virgin, so I wouldn't have to use that phrase. If I was a virgin now, I I feel like I would need intro music so that I could walk on stage. Which Magic Mike song, song are you going to And use? now, starting on this bed... Five foot six, hundred and fifty pounds, <laughs> carrying a, a a nice weapon of however many inches. I I would need I would I would honestly need that Stone Cold Steve off or Triple H entrance song <laughs> right before I came out of the. 
Triple H. Boys, don't do that. I'm playing Vince McMahon. No chance. Yeah, I'm but playing let, your, no chance. You're you're big indeed in all the wrong places. Oh. <laughs> no. But man, I, well, I think section. Go ahead, Stephanie. No, it's okay. All I was gonna say is like, even if you want to like change the term, like it's kind of st- pointless because a lot of people already use different words to say virginity. Like nobody really ever. There's some people who say virginity, but then there's people who like call like the flowering. Or losing your V card, or so there's just like other words for it already. Yeah. Or you but could even say like, "Hey, when was your first time?" Yeah, yeah. So it's like kind of mm-hmm. pointless to want to change it when there's already different words or like nicknames or abbreviations for it, anyways. Hey, Ricky, are you gonna have a favorite song when you get hard? Because I'm pretty sure it should be this. <laughs> 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 Oh man, oh, I was expecting something more, uh, just something my, different, like like more of an entrance to like. A mine's gonna thing. be. You mean her, right? Yeah, I, I mean, no, no, I, he he met he yeah. met him for sure. He met himself. <laughs> I I think with sexual debut, it's gonna create even more pressure around that term because when you think of like the word debut, you know, you think like you're. Your musical debut when you drop your first album, or your you know, film debut as a director, you know those are all things that you work so hard for and you aim for perfection. So your debut um, is well received. So now for sexual yeah, so debut, I don't want it to be this extravagant fucking event. Yeah, you're, you're gonna put it's so many things. It's, it's just two people bumping candles up. and the right lighting. And it just sounds yeah. It's the wind has to be coming through the right way. Mm-hmm. This sounds I don't like know more what pressure. you guys do, but for girls, we already put a lot of effort when we're going to go do it. So to, like, insinuate it to debut, it's kind of, like, unnecessary pressure. Mm-hmm. What do, when you say you put a lot of effort into yeah, we when just you're going to go do it, what do you... Well, no, no, I was wondering more I so, mean, like... I because she's talking like, about... Okay, like, some, go ahead. Well, it's like about hygiene, right? At the end of the day, like, girls go get, like, they go get waxed. Uh, make sure it's like clean down there, not so dark down there. Some, um, some people be using like things that they shouldn't be putting down there. Who, who's gonna tell her? Be showing off, anyways. You go, you go, you go, you go. I'm you go. sorry, but some of the virgins I, I've dealt with, none of that shit happened. Yeah, I think. I, I think guess I'm. Comes... I guess I'm well, showing my then, age at this the, point. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think Probably, that comes more yeah. along the lines. I, I think that comes more along the lines. Nah, I think that comes more along the lines. That shit was awesome. <laughs> Wait, saying Rick? Nah, let Ricky talk. I was gonna say when she was saying like a lot of girls put a lot of effort into that. I think it comes more so for like t- at a certain age. I think that a lot of women that get started sexually, like becoming sexually active at an early age, or experience their sexuality at an earlier age tend to kind of let things happen when they happen, you know? Cause I feel where she's coming from is the sense that like, when you hold on to it for longer, you do, you do put more thought into it because you've held it for so long that now you want it to, to be special, at least in some form of a way, even if it's not with like that, the right that, guy that at the right time. Wrong, but thank you. Okay. Well, then I totally misunderstood. I just think that, like, when no. it happens with somebody in high school or shit like that, like, sometimes <laughs> it's just, like, that's the jump off, you know? Like, it happens. They don't have time for all that. Well, but, like, when it happens later in yeah. life, 
No, yeah. well, for me, I want to have a good experience. So that's why I make effort, you know? So it's like, I'm, I want to have a good experience. I want it to be reciprocated. So that's why I make effort. I know other girls make an effort. Um, yeah, she, she, she's basically saying like, like Batman. She has prep time. <laughs> no, I mean, that's, that's totally cool. Like, I, I just don't, didn't quite understand what you were trying to get at. But I mean, I remember when I lost, like, my sexual debut, you know, oh, it wasn't God. like, <laughs> yeah, there we go. It was, <laughs> it was, it was, it was with the girl that wasn't like a hundred percent, you know, ready in the sense that like she didn't have time to prep. It was just like we were there and it was happening and it was young teenage partners. You guys went in there and bumped uglies, kind of figuring it out along the way. Yeah. But Again, I think I might be showing my age simply because a lot of the stuff that goes on now as far as, like, hygiene and shit like that wasn't so mainstream and talked about in the open. How, how old are you like, guys? If we can be honest, how old are we're, you guys? We're 32. 32. Yeah. 32. I'll be 32 at the end of the year, but, I mean, technically I'm 32 he's, already. He's anyway. right around. The, he's right there, so. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's like old a, a, shit. Like we're when, old we, men. when we were, you guys are old. Yeah, so like <laughs> when we you. were old and wise. When we were in in middle My school. My back like, said that. Right. Oh, <laughs> I was like, damn, I can't even sit up straight because my joints are starting to pop. <laughs> oh, I just popped my shoulder. <laughs> I can't even. Nah. I can't even turn my knees without it. I feel like I need to shut up. It's just well, like for example. When when I was in middle school, I I knew that it was like a big deal yeah. for girls to like. I was in the eighth grade and I was hearing girls like finally like, oh yeah, I finally got to start shaving my leg. And nowadays, I know that like girls do that like on a regular basis. Not in the sense that like girls my age, because obviously I meant like I I'm starting to notice that young women are starting to be groomed at a much earlier age. Remember, I got I got asked by the chick who's the who the identity she lost to me was like, he like girls uh shaved. Hey, bro, that's shaved. not cool. You can't say that. She debuted with you. Debuted, son. I, I do not care. <laughs> but she asked, do I like girls shaved or not shaved? I was like, either way, I'm burying my face in it, so I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn, boy. Oh, savage. <clears throat> Well, I'm I'm just glad we got a few more perspectives to just reiterate what we all thought, which I think that is a, a dumb term. So yeah, actually, I think her on. perspective, yep. her perspective is way more important in this article than ours. than ours, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, because I mean it, it was it was probably for female, so appreciate that feedback. Shout out to you. That's a man right there. He's like, you know what? She's a woman. She's gonna know better. Thank you. I appreciate that. Hey, I'm that's old, not retarded. <laughs> and I didn't comments say that. That was all you, but okay. Comments of a married man right there. <laughs> yeah, yep. that sounded like a, like a hip problem, like a personal problem. No, no, not at all. I, I'm okay with being old. Yeah, I feel like, <laughs> don't get old. I feel like, I feel like, like I tell my wife all the time, right? Like, a lot of people complain about getting old, but the older I get, the more I appreciate it because old age is a gift. Not everybody makes it to, to old age. Nope. nope. Nobody gets out alive. Especially that's where we funny, grew up from. 
Yeah, that's the but... funny part about life, right? Nobody gets out of life. Doesn't matter yeah. what you do. Nope. <clears throat> Remember high school? You got dudes getting shot before they make it right for right around the end of high school. That's what he was just saying. All right. Now, now let's let's segue to our dirty joke. Um, someone that didn't get out of trouble is <laughs> little Johnny. So damn, little, Johnny. little Johnny gets back from school, and his dad says to him, "Johnny, where's your report card?" And Johnny replies, "Sorry, Dad, I don't have it." His father's furious and says, "Why not?" Johnny replies, "I lent it to a friend. He wanted to scare his parents." <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, nice. Goddamn. Dang. That's funny. great. That, that'd be like cool. Uh, Jose asking me for my report card to show his parents. Well, what did I think of that? <laughs> But practically, they didn't want to ask whooping. <laughs> yeah. I'm so, so I'd, now, have to, um, I'd, I'd, have, I'd have to get him some McDonald's or some shit after I do it. You don't know what? High five, son. That was that was awesome. Just God damn it. <laughs> You're going places, kid. Yeah, you are. Um, um, and, and we're going to a place that's entertaining but also sad at the same time. It's our dumbass of the week, which further yeah. proves how many dumbasses we got since today's society. So the, the picks are in, and the first dumbass of the week goes to this Karen that had a meltdown over children laughing, talking in a restaurant. Um, so I believe this actually happened in uh, New York. I think it was Long Island. Mm-hmm. Um, and this Karen was at a restaurant with an, when another family at a different table um, had their autistic children just talking, laughing, being kids. Um, mind you, these kids did not come over to her table to bother her or did any tantrums. But this Karen started having a meltdown and wanted to basically say that that restaurant was not for autistic children to be in. Um, they should get they should get out. And then she even wanted a free meal after this. Wait, no, did she it sounds like she not, just wanted a free meal in general. Six children to get into. And, and yeah, we no. got a, we got a clip. Oh a clip. man, it was a, a family restaurant, by the way. So let's play the clip. Department of Education needs to investigate this bitch. Here's other investigating tech. Kid, I lived in. Oop, wrong one. Oh, I did have video. Hey, I'm sorry. This is not an autistic child at the table. I'm sorry. This is not the place. This is. Okay, I'm taking a picture of me. I'm taking a video. Yes, ma'am. You're wrong. I'm wrong. You're taking children. Children. Have an autistic child at the table. That's the whole video. Yeah. It was. It was a quick clip. So. I, I did find another, so uh, I'll link the uh, other video in the description, um, but there was another video of her basically showing what the kids were doing. Mm-hmm. They were sitting in their chairs. One of them was just like touching the other and they were just giggling. That's it. Yeah. And it wasn't even loud. Out. It wasn't even loud. But some people in the comments were saying, no, this feels like she started this event on purpose so she can get free food. Shut off screen share. The, that was the only... Reason why? Shut up. For yeah. sure, dude. It, no, it totally. To that's that. That's literally what it looks like to me. Fuck. Like there was no reason to go over there. Because I mean, why in the fuck would you even say, okay, then if this is the case, then I want free food? Why the fuck does that come to mind when you're upset about some kids laughing? So I know she did that on purpose because I had something like that happen to me in public when I worked as an EMT, where me and my friend, me and my coworker were ordering Buckle food, up. and this lady came in and faked the fucking asthma attack. We got her equipment, put her on a, put on an oxygen mask on, and we're like, "Do you want to go to the hospital?" No, no. 
And then she starts begging for discounts from the restaurant. Oh, damn. What the fuck does like, the restaurant have to do with her asthma attack? And the bitch was trying like to... Hold better. on. And then she's trying to tell me, no, she has some problems she has to have surgery for, like something with her epiglottis. And the way she was explaining it, I'm like, that makes no fucking sense. Yeah, that's a woman trying to speak to you, was, thinking that, oh... I was like... um. How about I just? I'll think, what I'm talking about. How about I just go grab a fucking king tube out of my ambulance and just shoot it down your throat and give you oxygen through that, bitch? Did you say epiglottis? Yes. Is that a legit thing, or did she make that up? No, it's, a, it's it a is. Part. It is, but it thing. is not. It is not what's going on. With, it doesn't block your airway in any way, shape, or form unless you have sleep apnea in your sleep. So what you're telling me is that there was something actually wrong with her medulla oblongata. <laughs> no, that's not. That's her brain. That's a part of her brain. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, actually, yeah, yeah bro. Yeah, there's something wrong with her medulla oblongata. Yeah, she doesn't know how her to do it. Her medulla oblongata. Medulla oblongata. Yeah, bro. So, like I said, I've I've had this happen to me before. Where somebody, you know, just you know the fucked up thing is that I'm so old that Stephanie didn't even get that reference. It's the old Adam Sandler movie called The Water Boy. It's incredibly funny. You should watch it. Or not. I, I've seen the movie. I didn't... I didn't... Nah. Yeah, it was in the movie uh, when he was in class and he beats the shit out of Colonel Wait, Sanders. It's... it's <laughs> that's what the teacher asked. <laughs> yeah, the teacher looked like fucking Colonel Sanders. So, the Black teacher Black asked Black. if they knew why alligators were him. always angry. Oh, and can I... Can I can Adam can I? Sandler says that his I'm mama told him... Man. That alligators are always angry because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then he made fun of his mom. And then he made fun of his mom and told him that no, the alligators are upset because they have a smaller medulla oblongata, so they can't control their temper very well. And then he made his butthole touch the back of his neck. God, I'm old. What a classic film. That was a classic movie, bro. <laughs> <laughs> damn near all of his damn man i saw that shit in the theaters the first time when it came out too that was good uh, yeah i think i'm gonna watch that before i go to sleep tonight same here man. Look up my clip. matter of fact all right, so getting, getting back to this karen story so it, it did actually have a, a good ending after the karen left so the store the restaurant manager came and talked to the family um said that the you know children are more than welcome there um they did nothing wrong and we'll address the issue with the karen so like, this yeah, pissed I mean, me off because I have an autistic nephew. Tiffany's son, he's autistic. Well, mm-hmm. to me, it's not even, like, the fact that, like, whether the child was autistic or not, it, the story just seems like it was a kid being a fucking kid. If you have a problem yeah, with yeah. it, like, like people said on TikTok or the comment section. If you have if a problem with it, don't you think the cops go on a fucking Sunday... Kids are ripping and running through that bitch all yeah. day. I was there yesterday. There was tons of them, and I went in the ripping afternoon. Ripping and running on a Sunday? Go to Costco when they're giving out free samples. Ooh. Adults are ripping and running through that bitch all day. Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's true. I've Ooh, been with What you got here? <laughs> as soon as that sample oven starts opening that door, they're lined up. <laughs> Bro, I've seen people literally take groups of people for samples as a lunch date. So, Damn. Yep. Damn. Yep. 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 Um, yep. I, hey, I think sounds, as, that just to me sounds like a a fiscally intelligent date. Very. 
I've seen whole families go to Costco. If, just to eat, if this starts just to, to work samples. out, I might buy you a chicken bake on the way out. <laughs> That's like the most gourmet thing in Costco. What the food for? That is. I'll start with the hot dog. Bro, a slice of that cheese pizza and you'll be happy as fuck. Yeah. yeah. Pepperoni for me, thanks. Can't wait for the pizza, though. I miss that. But, but then, so also, yeah, like, those kids did nothing wrong, bro. No, and then when, when you guys go outside, you're conscious that there's going to be noise, right? Yeah. It's going to be loud, potentially. Let's if you if you if you, you want a quiet dinner, just have it at home alone. Mm-hmm. Some people even said that shit. It was like, you want quiet? Stay home. Also, yeah, what kind of this, this on the video? It looked it was like a Applebee's sort of restaurant. Yeah, I thought it was, it was a like Applebee's style. You don't you don't go to Applebee's and expect a quiet environment. Nah, unless it's all. one in the afternoon. Nah, no, like my my no, you, you, you want go a quiet to like, environment. Spend some money. Spend some money. Go to like mm-hmm. Taste Sorry. of Texas or something. Yeah, some some yeah. restaurant where you know that it's like gonna be filled by other adults that are possibly on an actual like date or a fa- like you know you got to pay at least $25 a plate not try to slide in there for that More two for that. 20 yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> I just watched Emma Sandler tackle the shit out of his teeth <laughs> all right well let's let's segue to our next article so another place that isn't quiet are sorority houses and in this case we have a sorority that's disbanded after a member uses black students, um, their uses of the black student pictures in an unattractiveness presentation. So basically, oh. and my so this this is a uh, this is a white girl, and not a skinny one, kind kind of chubby. Not 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 making fun of her. I'm just giving you the details because they don't actually show her picture on the uh, video, but she's basically explaining what what in her mind is unattractive and she used four uh, uh football students from her own school that were all black and said that dreadlocks big nostrils and big lips were unattractive but then she used a white student as proof of things that were more attractive man i wish i could grow dreadlocks what the fuck and what pissed what pissed off a lot of people was the fact that one this was meant to be humorous and this girl even went off, and once she realized she was getting a whole hell of a ton of backlash, she made this long-winded bullshit apology saying that it was in no way, shape, or form meant to attack anybody, especially African-Americans. Like, I can't stress that enough and all this bullshit. Like, I'm willing to accept all the When you say I can't follow. stress that enough, that means you done fucked up and said I was like, and she was over saying, like, like, trust me, I wasn't trying to attack. Like, bitch, you said dreadlocks, big nostrils, and big lips. I don't know anyone else other than someone who looks like me that displays those goddamn features. You have those. Features. I don't know. I got pretty big nostrils. God damn it, Ricky. <laughs> but let me go ahead and just cut to the clip real quick. Uh the clip. Jose has a big nose. I do. Not ashamed of our features. Right now at 5.30, a presentation by a student at a North Carolina university sparks outrage. A picture of that presentation is going around social media. And now the sorority the student belongs to is suspended from campus. Mm. 
That presentation many found offensive happened at Methodist University in Fayetteville. Good evening and thanks for joining us. I'm Lena Talad. Uh, Brian Mims joining us live from Fayetteville now with what the university has to say. Brian. Gerald, Methodist University issued a statement this afternoon saying we abhor racism in every form on our campus and we immediately investigate all possible incidents of racism. One student who spoke with us today says this incident happened right here on campus one week ago. This is a photo of a member of the Alpha Delta Pi sorority. In what was supposed to be a funny PowerPoint presentation at a sorority event, she's standing by pictures of African-American players on last year's Methodist football team. But many say this was anything but amusing. Several posts on Facebook say she pointed out features of the athlete she found unattractive. For instance, dreadlocks. The other characteristics she allegedly pointed out are too offensive to mention here pure outrage as well as confusion, to be honest with you. Jaquez Harrell is a Methodist University student and former football player for the school. He says a member of the sorority sent him this photo the day after the presentation. I don't see why something along the lines of this is funny. I don't see how it's funny. A member of a fraternity shared with me a screenshot of an apology sent to one of the football players pictured. It's apparently from the sorority member who made the presentation, and it was sent as a direct message. I did not mean for any of this to be targeted towards individuals and certainly did not mean any of this in a malicious way. It goes on to say it was not targeted at African-Americans in any way. I can promise that. Methodist University sent this I, written I statement all saying, African American, action, but, you know, are taking action. Last week, we immediately <laughs> launched the thorough this week, the hearing process is already underway. It goes on to say that Alpha Delta Pi sorority must cease and desist from all activities on campus. Alpha Delta Pi. The Alpha Delta Pi sorority has all of its social media accounts shut down. I called the national chapter for comment, but have not heard back. The university statement says this school with about 2,000 students is more diverse than many schools with more than a third of its student body identifying as students of color. One third, that's it. And you said it's more diverse than most. Bullshit. Yeah, that's, that's, that's sad. Hey, Thank you us. know what? It's North Carolina. We'll keep, we'll so keep. one of the thing, one of the things that I knew was bullshit about that apology. First of all, this was a PowerPoint presentation, which means it took time, energy, and effort to make. So no. you mean to tell me in that time span, you didn't think for one second that some people might not like think this is how, funny, or some people might not like this. How disconnected are you from reality to think this is hundred? This is going to be okay. Nobody's going to say shit. Well, do you think they're disconnected from reality? Oh no, they're not disconnected from reality. They're just showing themselves in splendid fashion. Because every I mean, yeah. every two to three days, we hear about some idiot doing something racist somewhere and getting away with it. I mean, look at what happened on what is it, January sixth? And we're right? still having like, issues about convicting people over it. Yeah, and some like, people are still being convicted. It's a very slow ass process. It's only but, a slow ass process because we're trying to convict white men. True. And if, women. If, if any of them were black, bam, gotcha. Oh, dude, Already. are you kidding me? They would have been sentenced like three months ago. And already sentenced three months ago? Come on, They'd bro. probably be dead. We just, we just covered a story about the dude that had a boot implant in his face. 
Yeah, you're right. Would have been half of life. the aggressors are being charged. You would have had National Guards there in like 10 minutes instead of like two hours. So you Stephanie would have had as, National as, Guards as, there, um, period. Wait, as, you as say a National reason? Guards? They actually showed up? Yeah. Yeah, so, they so, actually uh, went there on January 6th. So Stephanie, as a recent college grad, how diverse was your school? Uh, not very. Um, it was in Utah. Like I went to, yeah, I went to Utah. So it's a pretty, it's known for being a Mormon state. So kind of did give away that it's pretty much white. Um, mm -hmm. Salt Lake City arguably is pretty diverse, but at the end of the day, a university is a white dominated institution. Um, college is in and accessible for a lot of people of color. And then I majored in political science. So when I was in college, I didn't really see much kids of color in my classrooms. Mm -hmm. um, the professors were white. The you were pretty much an enigma. Well, I, I think yeah. that has to do with the recent study where there's a, um, they did a poll and the reason why a lot of, so once, like you said, right, like, uh, Upper class education is not like readily accessible to people of mm -hmm. color or minorities, but a lot of people of color or minorities are choosing to join the labor force on either going to trade schools or just getting jobs in general, because there's a lot of studies that have shown that the the, the old path to success where it's like get out of college, uh, get, a high get out of high job. school, go to college, get a high paying job hasn't been successful, especially like, for example, here in the Bay Area, we have hundreds of people that are college grads that are What's actually that? homeless. Not Jose's not homeless. Jose's not homeless. So, you know, maybe, you should, so maybe you should have waited till I got to the end of my statement. <laughs> yeah, definitely. are actually homeless like, and unemployed because one, the jobs that they're trying to acquire and the degrees that they got are already filled. So therefore, they have hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt to like, you know, college tuition debt. Mm -hmm. But getting an entry level job isn't going to cover that. So they choose just to, you know, they choose just to be homeless and live I, that lifestyle. I've known people but, who literally went back to school to not have to pay off the loans because they, they can't pay them while they're still in school. And then on top of that, you've got jobs that require not only the degree in which they acquired in college, but they expect you to have three to five or five to ten years experience. Who the fuck has that level? Yeah, who has all that? How the fuck am I supposed, like, I'm supposed, I need the job to get the experience. I went to college to get the degree. You're, if you don't give me the job to get the experience, how the fuck am I supposed to get the experience? Where am I going to get it from? The internet? Am I just supposed hey, to lie on nowadays, my resume? Nowadays, you kind of can. But no. In the study, yeah, in the study that I that I have seen that, that I saw, they um because of those types of situations, minorities have actually dwindled in the college campuses, and women have surpassed men now at a fifty-nine to forty-seven percent rate, forty-one percent rate. Yeah, I graduated and, college for video game design. And if anyone knows about that industry, it is a very fast paced. You need to be quick on your feet in it's order to stay in it. Throat. So if you're not the fastest, they'll find someone to replace you, meaning your job is not guaranteed unless they literally offer you a position as one of the executives. If you ain't first, you're last. Yep. 
So mm-hmm. like me, get him, bring it, Bobby. Dude, like me being an EMT, right? It's not a common job for Latinos. And like I remember going to a hospital, and this family, Hispanic family, watched me training a, you know, a younger white guy, and they were look, oh. they were looking at me all surprised, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. They were like, fuck, wait, you're you're training him, not not, because it's me, my partner, and the trainee, right? And they're both white. They were just mm-hmm. surprised to see that I'm the one in charge, and they're even when I when yeah, I became a supervisor, like people in the corner were like, word. And it, like when I became a fucking supervisor at that company, right? And, you know, now I'm rolling around like a nice SUV and shit. And everybody's like, wait, you're, you're like, I literally would have Latinos be like, wait, you're, you're in charge of, of paramedics? And even like, like, every time he tells this story, I picture fucking uh, James Franco's ass from fucking the interview with that weird ass look on his face. Like, bro, no, seriously, like people <laughs> would be like so surprised. Like, even freaking even even people that weren't you know even white people were like you're the supervisor. Huh? No, why do you keep tiptoeing around that. the word white? Anyway, yep. just say it. You know, um, I do know that you have somebody even dumber than this person though. Let's go. I do, and it, and it happens to also be a, another school. So this one is a school employee in Oregon that has been placed <laughs> on leave after showing up to work in blackface. Oh man, the video is pretty funny. <laughs> and disturbing. Yeah. All right, so this is in uh, elementary school in Oregon. Now, I had recently just found out that it, I thought it was a male teacher that did this. It was a female teacher who did it, and she said she wanted to protest uh, in solidarity of Rosa Parks in connection with this vaccine. So she painted her damn skin and showed up to school because she felt like, because she's an unvaccinated teacher, that she was basically being segregated so this was her idea of protesting. And before I continue, I'm going to just play the clip. I got a comment to make when we're done with the clip. No way. The Newburgh School District has been embroiled in controversy for weeks. And tonight is facing birth and sexual debut. It comes after a district staffer showed up to work in blackface. KGW's Mike Benner has reaction from the district superintendent and parents. Monday afternoon in Newburgh, as students stream out of Mabel Rush Elementary School, news about a staffer placed on administrative leave is just starting to spread. KGW has learned that employee showed up to work late last week in blackface. Kind of like a blow. It was bad to know it was in the Newburgh school district and then to find out that it was my daughter's school. It was just, yeah, surprising. District officials won't say why the staffer dressed in blackface, but the Newburgh graphic reports that person wanted to resemble Rosa Parks while protesting the vaccine mandate. Vile. That was vile. And I was shocked in a way, but also not surprised in a way, because look at where we are as a community. We're divided. We're angry. People are acting out in ways that they haven't before. District parent Ty Harden-Moore blames the Newburgh school board. This summer, director Brian Shannon came up with a proposal directing the superintendent to get rid of all Black Lives Matter and pride symbols in district facilities. The ban has since been altered to images that depict support or opposition relating to a political, quasi-political or controversial topic. And the board is still discussing the matter. I really believe that they have unleashed something in this community that we have to address. And the thing that they've unleashed in this community, in my opinion, is racism. Just last week, we learned some Newburgh High School students participated in a Snapchat group chat 
called Slave Trade, where they joked about how much they'd pay for their black classmates in a slave auction. On Monday, Superintendent Dr. Joe Morlock addressed that and the recent blackface incident. The students of color of Newburgh deserve so much more. This goes against everything I and the vast majority of NSD staff have, believe, and it is unfathomably offensive. As we found out, all of this has some parents second-guessing their decision to send their kids to Newburgh schools. It's just one thing after another, and for a parent, I think it's, you question, you know, sending your kid to school after a while? I mean, I do. The district would not tell us if this employee involved in the blackface incident is on paid or unpaid leave, only like that the Human Resources period. Department has launched an investigation mm -hmm. that could result in a number of disciplinary actions, including termination. We'll, of course, stay on top of the story. So, yeah, so, go ahead, Rolio. So, let's just say when she was a kid, if she, you know, let's say her parents would have been anti-vaxxers back, back in the day, you wouldn't have been allowed in school either, damn it. So, what the, f how are you comparing not getting a vaccine against COVID-19 as a, the Rosa Park. ah, fuck it, I give up, dude. All right, Marcus. I, I, I'll, 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 I'll finish your thought because I've already addressed this on TikTok. So first off, you you say like because remember I told you guys about that uh, that damn I forgot to send y'all that video about that that one chick who said Rosa Parks said no, and that should be you know clear enough about this vaccine, bitch. First of all, Rosa she Parks, said no to racial oppression. Shut up, I'm talking. But yes, no, she didn't just say no to racial oppression. She said no to giving up her seat to a white man because she was tired of shit from working however long, or like I'm pretty sure it was all goddamn day from early in the morning to whatever time she got on that bus. And to have somebody have the nerve to walk up to you and say, get up, move, give up your seat to this man. Fuck right. you and that motherfucker. That's exactly what the hell she said when she said no. She chose to fight for her right to sit down and say no to the oppressive system that had been oppressing her and people like her. Stand up to since. the Jim Crow laws. Exactly. She didn't stand up to him. She sat down for him. <laughs> and, and Ricky, what are you going to say about this case? I just think this case is, I just, like Marcus was saying, it's so stupid because, like, you're comparing, like, a social injustice. Mm hmm. To a fucking vaccine. And we've had vaccines for like, there's a reason why polio isn't around anymore. You're not sitting in an iron lung. There's a reason oh, smallpox is it? The Spanish flu is it? Chicken pox, bro. Like we've damn near eradicated Rubella. chicken pox because people are vaccinated for it. Rubella. Influenza. I, I just can't think how how someone actually woke up and say, I'm, I'm going to go blackface. It sounds like a good idea. I don't, I don't get how, I'm, if I think about this. All, all, all the history of blackface, all the negative connotations of that, and you're going to do it to protest? In fact, like, me and Gil were talking about that on, on uh, his episode yesterday. Um, because he was asking about, you know, uh, if white cosplayers dress up like uh, a black character that's their favorite and they do back blackface, is that racist? Yes, it's racist because there's no need to change your skin color. If you're wearing like the damn costume, that's enough. Well, yep. well, we know you're fucking dressing up like Blake. 
you don't need to change your damn skin because we nah, sure as shit don't when no, we dress up. No, fuck that. I'm rolling around in coal if I'm dressing up like Blade. You <laughs> 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 jacking. Damn. <laughs> Matter of fact, like there's there's no amount of makeup that I could put on that would make me look like Wesley Snipes. No, not at all. You will go, yeah, bro. Unless you, unless you got the Tropic Thunder surgery. Mm, not not <laughs> even that. Not even that. I at that time, he was, he, was the, um, he was the Trump blackest. He was the blackest like thing dude. In, on TV. Oh my god, dude! Next I'm surprised they had enough studio lights to shine on Wesley Snipes for that film. Surprise! What was the one where he was like a Neo? matter of fact? Wesley Snipes is so dark he could have played Peter Pan's shadow. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, dude! Remember New Jack City? Like those night scenes where he's like on the rooftops. I'm surprised you could even make him out in that in that you, movie. You need a good TV for that. Definitely need a good TV. Dude, right. right. Yeah, the brightness up. Yep. All the way up. Uh, oh, and and just, just to kind of close it out for the, for this article, um, it, it's all kind of also upsetting that they're still investigating and haven't taken action against the teacher. I think she'd be a little more strict and have like a. She's on might be leave ready to without fire pay her. or leave with pay. No, it, it, it should be like a, a zero tolerance policy. You know, where if it's racist, that's it. You know, I'm getting cut. Yeah, yeah, but the like fact, you're like the you're fact that one is blackface, so there, there's nothing to investigate. She's yeah, already admitted dealing... to doing it. You're Fire dealing with, with an unstoppable force trying to move an immovable object. She did something racist, but then she's also a white woman. Mm-hmm. I see your point. Yeah. So, Destiny, what do you think? About blackface? <laughs> about the hot <laughs> <laughs> She just let us go on our rant here. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Stephanie, what do you think about this teacher that decided it was a good idea to be blackface to protest vaccines? Because she she felt like she was like Rosa Parks because she's unvaccinated and Rosa Parks didn't give up her seat. You can't, okay. Let me make sure I understand. The teacher said that blackface was a good way to protest. No, she she showed up in blackface protesting to, vaccines. Protesting so she, because she, she, she said it. she felt like Rosa Parks. Oh, she's racist and crazy. Amen. Yep. <laughs> All right, so so let's yeah. go on to our next uh, dirty joke. So we have a teacher um, that's basically speaking to to Johnny, and the teacher says, "Little Johnny, you are late to class again." And Johnny responds, "But Miss." You said that it's never too late to learn. Oh, good answer. Got her with her own. They, they should just give this kid his high school diploma and just let, let him go. God let damn him it. Go. Dun, dun. Just let All him right, go. Cool. Yeah, seriously. All right, we are now down to our last segment and our last two articles, which is our What Are You Doing segment. In our first story, we have uh, Bart settles the Seahawks train seat color debate. The joy of 49ers fans. Thank so. Jesus, because I'm tired of hearing about it. Julio, go ahead. So let me let me start off with I am a 49ers fan, born and raised in San Francisco. But even I think this is stupid as hell, because Jose, you and I have seen these trains in person when they were being displayed before they put into service. And even we were never, like 
Never associated with never, the Seahawks. Never crossed my mind. If anything, I remember bugging an engineer, asking him where the AD and the fire extinguishers were, and pointed out a, a big fuck-up. Anyway, Bart, thank you for clarifying this, because they went on their Twitter page, and they mentioned how they get this hold question. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. We all, we, all have to, we all have to take a minute to pat you on the back for pointing out the fuck-up. Okay, so they didn't. They didn't have like the. No, Julio. He was kidding. He was kidding. He doesn't so, care. Go, go on to the I article. I don't care. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So Bart went on their Twitter uh, feed last week and posted the two colors, uh, two color samples. One, the ones on the train of the seats, and then the colors of the Seattle Seahawks, and clearly posted in bold letters right above, not the same. They posted uh, Pantone colors. Exactly. <laughs> So different shit. They even put they even put the color code like the number for each color yeah. with it, uh, and they pretty much said we're they're tired of getting like asked this question every few months, especially around around football season. So they they posted this just to shut them up. But they did say we're going to choose the colors of a losing team. They'd go with the Rams. Damn, that was in the video. You fucking That's ass. You can you, still you, play that video. You didn't, let's let's you play didn't. it. I'm sure they'll say, have a better delivery than what we just delivered. Yep. Yeah. That's why I said, damn. Bart is clarifying questions about the colors on the seats of its new cars. The transit agency wants 49ers fans to have no doubt. Bart created a graphic showing that the seats are, in fact, not the color of the Seattle. The tweet even takes a shot at the Niners rivals in L.A., saying, if we really wanted loser colors, we'd go with the Rams. <laughs> Why? <laughs> LA Metro responded to the tweet with a gif that says... Hey, can we get him on the podcast? He's, okay. he's better than Julio at delivering. Why? They, they went out of their way to insult the Rams. They, you know what I'm saying? Did. The Rams were even part of this conversation. They were over there minding their business. That's right. Okay. And they said, who said what about me? <laughs> Awesome. The thing I think was funny as hell is, dude, they fucking, they replied saying, rude. Yeah. <laughs> LA Metro replies. Oh, man. I, I think what's also rude is the Kanye West new Yeezys, which are getting roasted on Twitter because fans say they look like banana peels. They probably do. Oh, they fucking do, bro. Are they, they, are they, they going to be like released at they, the same time? as They look like Donkey movie? Kong's first shoes. They're, they're out now, so I think they've they've already dropped, and they, they look like those um, you, you know when you go to like an open house and they don't want you to get you know, the carpet dirty, so they give you those kind of like the oh booties? dude those they almost look like the booties. they almost look like surgical booties from the hospitals. That, the that too. Splits. That too. Not a good scheme. Did somebody say like it, it looks like the damn uh, like like some kids? It looks like the uh, hair ties I used to put in my hair as a kid. They look. It looks like Cheapest like you put a do rag over the the previous fucking version of the UV. Yeah. Uh, didn't the last ones look like friggin' the uh, what? Like they came from biblical times or some shit? Bro, this looks like he cut booties off of fucking onesie pajamas. They look like Noah's Ark shoes. Stephanie, have you? Have that you seen looks like Noah's like? Ark. Stephanie, have you seen the the new Yeezys? I'm so sorry. You guys are getting cut off. I don't know if it's my Skype account. I don't know what's going on. Oh, shit. Um, maybe us. I was asking Stephanie, have you seen the new Yeezys photo of them? Are those the Kanye West sneakers? Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm not 
fan of Kanye West. I don't really follow his stuff. So no, I don't know what sneakers you're talking about, but I know they're right. the sneakers. They ugly as shit. That's all you need to know. Yeah, for real. Yeah. And he made those weird like didn't he make those like weird like water sneakers or something? Or are they like he has a deal like with Adidas, Crocs, so he, he makes a lot Crocs? of different shoes. And oh, could, yeah, I, he did. Hey, no, I, yeah. I, could see these, I could see these new banana shoes being water shoes. It could be. They look like water I mean, shoes. Do, oh, yeah. Skate on the water, too. They're not water shoes? I thought they were Marco, water shoes. Can you find a, can you find a pic no. and screen share so we can see yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're, they're not water shoes. Some fans actually thought they were socks. <laughs> like, oh, Yeezy makes socks now? Man, five hundred well, bucks, six thousand um, bucks for a pair of was socks. He also, sorry, was he also behind like him and Kim's look at the uh, Met Gala? Can you see hmm. him? Like him all covered in black. Like what in the ass is this? Four hundred bucks, huh? It's not, it's not style. Always it's not like stylish. One, how much were? How much were the damn Lil Nas X friggin' devil shoes? Uh, I think they were like, like a uh, thousand. Yeah. Oh, never yeah, I think so. I'd pay for those. Mm-hmm. Oh my if god! I had, if I had to choose, if I had to choose between that? those two, I'd pay for those. I'm not willing to. I'm not wearing no damn banana peel on my foot, <laughs> bro. Bro, that shit. That uh, shit looks like fucking Big Bird slippers. Someone, someone said they're Mario Kart inspired. Man, yeah. they, they look, look like, like the banana peel. They look like the Michelin Man's offspring. They look like the Michelin Man's poop. Hey! Oh my god. Looks like the Michelin Man had curry for dinner. Oh man. Alright, well let, let's go ahead and close the show out. So let's let's go with the last straight joke we have. Um, so we have little Johnny back at it again. Um, he was doing his math homework. And he says out loud, 1 plus 6. That son of a bitch is 7. 4 plus 4. <laughs> That son of a bitch is eight. His mom overhears this and is shocked. She says to him, what are you doing, Johnny? And Johnny replies, I am just doing my math homework. And is this how you, your teacher taught you to do it? The mom asks. Yes, Johnny replies. Guess, guess, we, guess we're old. That wasn't how we did it back in the day. Actually, oh, never mind. It continues. Apologies. So the mother's now angry and immediately phones Johnny's teacher. What on earth are you teaching my son in class? She asks. The teacher replies, right now we are learning mathematical addition. The mother asks, and are you teaching them to say one plus six, that son of a bitch, seven? <laughs> after, the te- after the teacher stopped laughing hysterically, she answers, <laughs> what I taught them to say was one plus six, <laughs> the sum of which is seven. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> I am sweet baby Jesus. And I can see how he got confused on that one. I honestly it, think it, he just saw an opportunity. Come on, it is little Johnny. And he took it. And he took it. Um, so now I'd like to kind of before I close it out, give an opportunity for to Stephanie to kind of you know wrap up and just um, let us know where she we can find her podcast. Yeah, sorry I wasn't as like active on this pod. Sorry guys. It's all right. Um, no, all good. But I feel like I learned a lot from you guys. You tell us. Wow. I'm, I'm, I, I mean, I know it probably sounds like I didn't, but I did learn a lot. <laughs> um, Why is that? Is that because we're as old as your professors? 
older than you but you're the oh. oldest people i've talked to on my pod on the well just on podcast generally so okay i'll take I mean, that i think that means we got in the game yeah. too okay. yeah yeah yeah. you guys are at your prime <laughs> there you go oh wait a wait a wait a wait to save that one i like that save save. i like Bro, that we're in our prime boys so so where can our listeners find the self-conscious podcast <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the Self-Conscious Podcast, we're available on all your major um, platform, platforms, uh, streams, or on Amazon Music, uh, Spotify, Apple, Anchor, Breaker, Radio, I don't even know anymore, but just check out our link, um, and our social media pages is our Instagram is at Self-Conscious Podcast, and our Twitter account is at Conscious Podcast. Awesome. All right, well, Stephanie, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Um, for all our you know, listeners and viewers, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to our channel. Um, and make sure you check out other videos if you haven't. We are close to wrapping up season two. Um, so it's not too late to catch up on year one of the Intermodal Podcast. And with that, we're out. Later, guys. All right, guys. Later. 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 All right. Peace.